Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, DA. How are you? Hello! Hello! Good morning, my neighbor! Get off! Damon Avendola. Yes, how are you? Yeah, thanks for having me on, buddy. This is why you do what you do. Yo, somebody stop me. Have some fun with your marriage. I'm coming to you to be fat. Let me be fat. Look it. There's so many sickos in this country. This is facts. Oink, oink. Hot and hurt. I like pleasuring myself. This is so dumb. A little more juice. What? I am broken. Good morning. Well, as I was saying, when I was listening to the radio, I heard something. And what did you hear? A hissing sound like this. Hey, T.A. Hey, D.A. Let me aboard that mothership. Permission to board that mothership, sir. Well, you know, I had to slide through the intergalactic swag party. D.A., man, beam me up. What's going on, my brother from another mother? Beam me up. You guys are the best. You guys make it. Permission to board that mothership. Mothership has connected. And you the man, D.A. Children of all ages, the kids in Tuscaloosa. From Australia to New Zealand. Tucson to Harrisburg. Kalamazoo to Waterloo. We are on the air. They listening, DA. Everything we saying, DA. Everything. Hello, hello, hello. We're coming to you from the Mr. Perfect Studios. Brought to you by Pete's new t-shirt today. It's Mraz. It's Bogus. It's a happy DA show Monday. Carlos with a K. Patty Boyle. I mean, we got a jam-packed show. If only we had anything to talk about, that'd be great. 
as well. We have your best audio of the day coming your way in hour number two. Stunned to a news in hour number three. Let's see how offensive Pat Boyle gets when we get to that portion of the program. Of course, your analytics and your fails. Good Good dump a day. A dump a day. Keeps the doctor away. How you doing, Bogues? Oh, Sean, I'm doing really well. It's good to see you. And you're right. It would have been cool if just somebody did something stupid or amazing over the weekend to give us a topic or two, but we'll figure it out. Nothing. So full disclosure, if you went to any sports website right now, and you know the two main ones obviously are CBS Sports and ESPN, top headlines, Wolves, Center Reed, agree on three-year, $42 million deal. (laughs) That's the the lead story. Lead story. Number one in your program. Lead story. Not even in our rundown. Not even in our rundown. Now, I did see Naz Reed play in high school in a game that then featured uh, a fight that I thought I've never been more scared at work than I was that day. So I know who Naz Reed is. I'm not sure anyone else in the room does. And he's the lead story because he re-signed with the Timberwolves yesterday. Hmm. Well, I can tell you, Bogues, not in our rundown. Good. Can't do it. Won't do it. Hey, we just, was the cold open? Yeah, so today might be a problem with a lead, but it won't be a problem with discussion. Me and Bogues got you. We'll have fun. Okay, I thought I was going to see. There it is. Wait, oh, stand by. (laughs) There it is. All right, there we go. Cut the grass yesterday. Bad scene. I know Uh, there's a version of DA show bingo floating around the internet. I feel like we could do one just on bodily noises you make during the show. Shake it up. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Sneezes, yawns. There's a weird, like, deep burp. I don't know what the right medical term for it would be. A deep burp? It comes from real, like, way down in there. Yeah, I mean, no, then there's the choking sound. (laughs) Then there's all the basement noise. Hmm. There's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah, you can get real drunk playing that kind of drinking game. Jeez. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So over the weekend, the one thing that popped in a text back and forth between me, Bogues, and Carlos with a K, Antonio Brown speaking again. Oh, he's speaking again, Bogues. This time, I actually found myself listening. Although, as my wife was prepping dinner, she turned and said, who the heck is that guy and why does he sound like an idiot? So perhaps I should withhold before I play this clip. And we do have this clip, right, coming out in soundcheck. (laughs) I wanted to make sure. You never know. So... Antonio Brown uh, joined a podcast, and he was discussing him ripping his shirt off and shoulder pads off at MetLife Stadium and why he truly did that. And I have to ask once and for all, does anybody side with Antonio Brown after hearing it this time? It's where we begin, Chicolo. Tom gassing me up, and I already know they've been faking me the whole time I was suspended. Like, I just went for 100 yards, and they guys was hurt. So I know they're just trying to make it seem like, man, they just keep them going for what we could get out of them. So I already know they treated me yeah, like you know I'm. that's the plan. Of course, like they treated me like I'm a little dog. So it was like, so now I just see it's like sideways. And then Tom Trainer, he like, he don't want to work with me no more because now he feel like I'm working with the, the team, that the guy who know the MRI, who know, who can see what's really going on the inside of my leg. I don't believe it. The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart-rending. It's DA's top story. Here he goes. It's your cold open. That was Antonio Brown on the It Needs to Be Said podcast with Tyreek Hill and Julius Collins. So he went on to say, too, that that week he kept he kept saying, I think I need to shut it down for two weeks, be ready for the playoffs, shut it down for two weeks. And it was Tom 
who called him and said, we need you, you know, for 10 to 12 targets, need you for 10 to 12 targets. And if anybody remembers that wild afternoon when he basically quit football at MetLife Stadium, he wasn't getting targets in the first half. So obviously it drove him nuts that he felt like he was playing through an injury and not getting the ball. Look, there is clearly, and I don't even think it's debatable at this point, something amiss and off with Tyreek Hill mentally. I mean, are we allowed to say that? Antonio Brown. Yes, I'm sorry. Antonio Brown mentally here. Could be right on both. Yeah. Who did I say? Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Whose no. podcast this was on. Yes. It was Antonio Brown. Who will also make another appearance on the show later today as well, Tyreek oh, Hill, for there, non-football reasons. There you go. So, I, I hear Antonio Brown, and I want to feel bad in a way for Antonio Brown. Like, he has a way of, like, saying this. It almost feels, like, kindly. But if, there was, like, a two-and-a-half-minute clip that I listened to where he went on and on and on. You realize, dude, you're so lost. You're absolutely so lost. So, basically, he's just trying to insinuate that the Bucks and Brady made him play through injuries he wasn't comfortable with. But at the same time, he's admitting, yeah, just give me two weeks. And when it, it felt like Antonio Brown more just wanted the rest than he was actually hurt. It's your job to go out there and play football. You don't like the job, you don't have to have the job. And right now, you don't have the job. And guess what? They might say they need you for 10 to 12 targets. If a game unfolds, they're not going to force it into you if that's not the way the game plan developed. And oh, by the way, the Bucks rallied and won that game late without Antonio Brown. And even above anything else, even if he felt Brady and the Bucks wronged him, even if he felt like he was guaranteed something he wasn't getting, the 10 to 12 thought, whatever it is. The way you handle it is to rip off your jersey and shoulder pads and do jumping jacks at the crowd and run off the field. I don't care how bad somebody wronged you on a football field. We have never seen that before. We probably <laughs> will never see it again. There's no siding with Antonio Brown here. And frankly, guys like Tyree Kill and company, let's stop giving Antonio Brown a platform anymore. He's totally unstable. I need to point out before we go any further that the three guys on this podcast, I don't know if you saw the video, if you watched the video of the clip or just listened to it, but they're sitting in the most ornate, fancy, expensive, like, dining room chairs I've ever they seen. Like thrones. They look like, yeah, or they like, they're at the nice of the round table. Like, they've got, there's gold and jewels and red velvet they're sitting on. It's, and they're just in, like, in the middle of, like, a, like a room. I'm assuming in Tyreek's house, it's amazing. It's an amazing visual. But you're right. We need to stop listening to this guy because nothing really matters. Right. Unless you're me and maybe DA and you're looking for any petty Tom Brady ammo that, again, Brady's not really the best judge of character. Right. That he let this guy live on his property and did whatever. And now Antonio's trying to, I mean, we've gone from oddly timed Giselle photos around all the divorce stories and now this podcast episode is full of shots at Brady yeah. and Alex Guerrero and Brady but nothing super damaging but it's just more for gossip columns and it, it clears nobody it fixes nothing it proves nothing because apparently according to Pro Football Talk you know Antonio can point to Brady and whoever for kind of forcing him to play but playing also kept him in line for significant bonuses that year. Ah. So there was like, there were money reasons to suit up as well down the stretch for the Buccaneers. So there's just, I don't, frankly, like you said, I, just, I don't care what he thinks or believes or says. And it'd be super nice if people stop asking him what he thought it's about so certain stupid. things. Now, at the same time, I guess we think Tyree killing Antonio Brown because I don't know what else we were leading with today at 855 212 4227. The number again is 
CBS. I do have to ask everybody an important question. Yeah. Do you know how much a pirate charges to pierce your ear? Is the tuba ready? Is Morty awake? Do you actually know the answer? I mean, I, I don't know the, the specific answer, but I think I know the overall construction of the answer. Do you know the answer, Pete? No. <laughs> Seriously? No. Carlos, do you know the answer? Unfortunately, I do. Carlos, without further ado, it's a buccaneer. Oh. It's not funny. Director's cut of the tuba. Carlos got the longest tuba we've ever heard. So I I sit corrected on two fronts. I now have heard that before. Buccaneer, I've heard that. I thought we were going to go with some kind of version of R, like because it was a pirate. So I was way off on that. I apologize. No, still a terrible joke. But what do you think a buccaneer is? It's a pirate. I was asking bogus. Yeah, no, no, I get it now. Is a buccaneer? And I'm not talking about, like, the new age, really scary pirates. I'm talking about, like, the fun ones in Disney movies. Yeah, the more historically correct ones. Is a buccaneer and a pirate literally... (laughs) Is a buccaneer and a pirate literally the same thing? Or is a buccaneer, like, a lieutenant of pirates? Uh, I'm serious. Yeah. I actually think the buccaneers are the underlings. They're, like, the enlisted of the pirate crew. So, like, the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, like the the savage ones. Yeah, like the ones that'll do all the dirty work. Yeah, like, go swab the deck. Yeah. You got it, folks? Well, I mean, I got the Google machine up here. Okay. Buccaneers, um, a pirate, originally off the Spanish-American coasts, also defined as a daring, adventurous, and sometimes reckless person. Mm-hmm. So nothing to do with rank. Completely off. Oh, so, and then I guess the— But aren't all pirates reckless? No, well, Or the yeah. buccaneers don't drive the ship? No, but there is apparently a difference between the two of them. Buccaneers are usually distinguished from privateers because they rarely had valid commissions, Meanwhile, meaning, like, they never actually had real work. They're also distinguished from pirates who attacked ships of all nations. Okay. All right, so buccaneers were a very specific attacking group. So pirates sometimes did honest work. Buccaneers never did. If I'm reading this correctly. Which is why we root more Pittsburgh Pirates than we do Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's correct. That is correct. That is correct. By the way, we're going to talk about this at the bottom of the hour. It should be noted. The second largest run differential in a men's college World Series game. The largest since 1957. How about the Gators chomping it out in an all-SEC college baseball World Series final? And it should say something about that sport that it still can't register as a major lead when nothing is going on. Well, you said this as a joke the other day, and now I'm saying the same thing in reality. How is this damn thing still going on? Like it, It's forever. It's always gone past Memorial Day. It's always gone into June. But now we're almost, we're sniffing July. And now this is the max. Tonight's the third and final game, and it's done of the championship round. But this thing will not end. I, I agree. It goes on and on and on. By the way, if you're one of these kids... You know, you got to report back for college at some point in August. Can you get a little break? I mean, well, they also haven't been in school. They haven't been in class for a month, at least. Still, is that how you want to spend your time away from class in Omaha, Nebraska? Probably not. And by the way, that's a long afternoon. We've all been there. And I know you, you had your kids' baseball games and stuff like that. Oh, we had a doozy yesterday. One of the best things I've ever seen. Best games? Yeah. <sighs> Elimination game, do or die. And? We were losing. Then we were winning. Then we were losing again. Bottom of the sixth inning, last time up. Two runs scored, we win, they win, our kids won, 
staying alive, advancing to another do-or-die game on Thursday. Was there a dog pile up for the walk-off? Uh, well, it was their, their nine. It was their first walk-off, so they didn't know how to handle it at first, so they weren't sure the game was all the way over, so they didn't celebrate right away. Then They didn't know the game was over? Well, so like everyone he kept what, playing. What so it was, again, they're down, two, they're down one when the inning starts. Uh-huh. Jake gets on, walks, steals second. Jake being Bogus's kid yes. for anybody listening for the first time, the kid in Tuscaloosa. Kid, the, the kid in Tuscaloosa, in Tuscaloosa, no. He scores the tying run. Wow. The kid who drove him in scores the winning run on a line drive of the second baseman, who, and we were in right field. I don't know how this kid didn't catch it. It must have gone through his glove. I saw his glove go up. I saw the ball disappear in his glove, and the next thing the ball was behind him. So the kid scored to win the game. But then the kid who hit the ball kept running. The team that was in the field tried to make a play on him at second base. Like, the game just kept going, even though the game was over the second that that winning run scored. Then our kids celebrated. Then they dumped the water cooler on the kid that got the hit. So they had their fun. <laughs> it was cool. It was very cool. The old water cooler dump, huh? Yeah. The and old big, water cooler big, dump. Big uh, water jug over the top of little yes. Stevie's head. Yes. It should be noted, Pete, what you were asking me in my ear, I still do not have in my... Gmail account. Oh, okay. There you go. And for those of you scoring at home, uh, Sean's excuse for not doing work today is he doesn't have work email. I, so let me just explain this. <laughs> if, this might sound like a very clunky open, but if I may, I went and purchased a new phone on Friday. Okay, my phone was cracked. It, it's more than three mm. years old. Sounds like fan money, Pete. Uh, I had to get a new phone. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. It's for my plan. But I had to get a new phone. So I knew it was going to be coming over the next month where, like, I could have bought myself a little more time, but it was a really rainy, crappy day here on Friday. And I don't know if you guys have been through this with the phones, but getting a new phone takes way longer than it should with technology. You should be able to buy the new phone, hand the other phone over, and they should be able to transfer, in my opinion, the apps and all this stuff within minutes. I don't know why it always is at least an hour and a half process. So I said, it's rainy, it's crappy, today's the day to do it. One problem, though, since the last time I got a new phone, our work email, and it's like a one-touch situation. We have to, like, touch a button to activate it, like, every time you sign in. Yeah, it's got a little uh, double-layer security. Yeah. Okay. You put your password, and it gives you a little pulse to your cell phone, whatever. you got to tap that to say, yeah, that's me. Let me in. And I'm all for security. Right. But I was under the assumption that that security app transfers over like every other app. It does not. So, therefore, to access my work email, I need to send my phone now to an IT person. But to get to the IT person, they want you to submit a ticket or company does on the website whenever you have an IT issue. The problem is you can't access that website to submit said ticket mm. without logging in, in which is my problem. Right. So, upon calling somebody, that was the runaround I got. You're not understanding, sir. You need to submit a ticket. And I said, you're not understanding. I can't submit a ticket because that's my problem. Yeah. So I am left currently four days without work email. So that's why I was stalling just now to buy time because Pete needed to send something to my Gmail. And I just remembered why because I have I got a, a new phone within the last year and I don't remember calling IT because I didn't do what you were supposed to do ahead of time, yeah. which is your problem. And I think I realized now why I was okay. I traded my phone in as well, but I didn't have to give it in right away. So I had my old right. phone still. To receive the little security thing. Yeah, I had to trade to let mine me in. log into the new one. So that's why I avoided this hellhole that you're in currently. Yeah, I had to trade mine in. And I, and I, look, I thought I had everything. I copied over the info, and the guy assured me every app is going to copy over. Yeah. Didn't work. Yeah. And it's remarkable that 
you're definitely not the first person to be in this situation. Right. And our IT guys don't know how to handle yeah. that. And and we also have an email server where I can't just log in on my laptop or whatever because it will still send code to said phone. Right. I can't access it without pressing the, the code on my phone. Nonsense. Nonsense, I say. Come on, people. So if DAs tried to get in touch with me in the last four days and you're listening, DA, no, I haven't seen a word. There you go. All right. Now, when we come back, we got things cooking, baby. The show is off and running. We want your tweets at Sean Moresh and at Andrew Bogish. We're going to have a fun afternoon here planned on the DA show. An afternoon, of course, if you're listening in London, where baseball was played this weekend, folks. Lots of baseball was played. All right, but when we come back, can you trust insiders that have betting partner affiliations? What does that mean? We'll tell you. It's a tease. It's the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. Being able to individualize comfort on each side of the Sleep Number Smart Bed for more restful sleep is invaluable for couples. Sleep Number Smart Beds individualize your sleep experience, making high-quality sleep effortless every night with adjustable firmness on each side so you can choose and change your ideal comfort and support. And Sleep Number Smart Beds automatically respond to your movements throughout the night to help keep you sleeping effortlessly comfortable. If trouble falling asleep, guess what? A warm, comforting shower before bedtime releases heat to help your body get ready for sleep. With a FlexFit 3 Smart Adjustable Base, the Sleep Number Smart Bed could also gently warm your feet and toesies when you first go to bed to help send your you to sleep faster. Sleep too hot or too cold? Miko rocked it in from the slot. Experts recommend keeping your bedroom temp 65 to 68 degrees for comfortable sleep. Sleep Number also has temperature adjusting beds and bedding to help you sleep both just right. DA will tell you his sleep number when he returns tomorrow and his partner's sleep number, their next level. Unlock your unique potential with a smart bed that can perform as well as you. The Sleep Number 360 Queen C2 smart bed is now only $899. Save $200 plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash DA. See store for details. It's the DA Show, only on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I did find out from several listeners, cookie dough actually is dairy. You found that out from listeners. Yeah, and they pointed to, because of how much butter is in it, actually the CDC, or not the, what do you call it, the FCC? What's the food people? The FCC, yes. <laughs> they consider cookie dough dairy. The FDA. FDA. Right. FCC does airline. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Peach is going to have fun using all of these, huh? Yeah. And I, I just, get him out now. And I just keep I feeling like that. What? Get him out now. I mean, I exist. I'm a human. DA has said he wants me to take part in some other roles on the show, so you're going to delete all my... Rejoiners? We're deleting them. We're not using them. That's it. We're pretending they never happened. Oh, there'll, there'll be some around, but, you know, we, we got to move on to other things. Exactly. Got to turn the page. It's a new season. Can't play last I year's highlights. Heel should not be named as things played. That's a different thing. It's a bit character. Exactly. Wow. You're getting written off the show. Well, if I'm getting written off the show, then don't have me back at all. That's a fair request. We need Bosbar. I mean, I got news for you. Wow, I just realized Carlos may never get a Bob's, but we promise Carlos, don't uh, worry, you'll well, be I fine t- for I next May. I called it May. as it was happening. I told you. I will tell you, more discussions have happened about next year's Bob's Bar God, with Bob. The only thing DA cares about. If it's going to happen, there's going to be some serious parameters on the line. <laughs> just going to tell you right now. I love Bob negotiating from power. Well, he's in the driver's seat. It's more me. Either, I mean, I'm, I'm answer- not doing the work I did this year. It's real. Whoever is in charge, whoever is yeah. speaking the loudest, you have all of the uh, the leverage here. Thank you. So we'll figure it out. Maybe it's Carlos has to come over and set up the picnic tables and the tents and the tables. Maybe that's what we'll do. All right. So we'll see. All right. Anywho, as the children might say. In 1954. Shams Hello, Shams. Shams Sharina, one of the top NBA insiders. You know, him, he was kind of Woj's protege. Him and Woj are, you know, now rivals of the wrong words. I don't even think they dislike each other. But they're the two guys you go to. They're like the Schefter and Rappaport of the NBA. Are they frenemies, as the kids would say? Probably. Yeah. They want to be right. So, usually, when it comes to Shams and to Woj... They both will have a story. It's just a matter of who gets it first. I mean, just on the surface, would you agree with that, Bogues? Yes. When there's a big NBA story that breaks, it's usually one of them, but the other will have it after, and and they'll credit each other back and forth. And maybe this while is, working for different entities, right? And maybe this is just me. I I feel like they're more transparent in who their nuggets are coming from. Like Schefter and Rappaport break news, and every once in a while you can you can read their tweet and go, okay, that's coming directly from the player or directly from the team, and they're kind of carrying the water here. But, like, I feel like with Shams and Woj, you really, like, everybody assumes that basically any Kyrie Irving news comes through Shams. Yeah. And that it's basically written by them, and he just copies and pastes and sends it out. I feel, so, like, they're, they're a different level of NBA insider as a pair of the other sports. That makes sense. But those are the two guys. And there's, I feel like there's a little more niceness between the two of them 
in who goes first or yeah. who got the story first. And they used to work together right. and all of that. So rarely have we seen them be polar opposite on a story where it's one of them is going to be right and the other is going to be wrong. But that's exactly what happened Thursday night with the NBA draft. Now, for those who don't know and don't either don't care, I haven't looked into it, in some places on major sports books, you could bet draft props. And what draft props means for specifically NFL and NBA, I don't know if they do this for the NHL or baseball, but you could bet on where guys are drafted. Um, you know, certain money and certain odds, He, this person will go top five. This person will be the second overall pick. This person will go top 10. They will fall 10 to 15. You could do all sorts of like weird prop bets with that. So when it came to the Charlotte Hornets in the second overall pick, Adrian Wojnarowski had said for days, he believes the Hornets are taking Brandon Miller. And they phrase it in such a way that gives them the out if something doesn't go awry, you know, doesn't go right. Of course. I believed I was, you know, I yeah. was wrong. Not like definitively. The day of the draft or the morning of the draft, Odds, if you woke up that morning, were heavily favored Brandon Miller's way to go number two overall. Anywhere from, like, minus 350 to, you know, I think minus 500. Like, they were, like, drastic. Meaning it was very likely he was going right. to be the number so two So, for pick. those who don't know what that means, a minus, let's say it was 350. And I don't know the exact odds. I was working on BetQL that day, and I remember watching the lines in real-time swing. That would mean you'd have to bet $35 just to win $10 or $350 just to win $100. I mean, like, essentially putting up a lot of money for not a big payout for what you, if it doesn't happen, which is what they try to do you when things are heavily favored. They try to scare you out of placing that bet. So Shams, who also works for FanDuel on top of Stadium, puts out the report, and I, I'm paraphrasing here, essentially that Scoot Henderson was in play here. I think he said gaining momentum. Gaining, I think was, was gaining the... serious momentum at number two with the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. So this sent... All the sports books into a frenzy. Suddenly, and I know there was a point in time about two hours before the draft because I was on the air with Ken Barkley and Beck QL where both at one point were either both at minus 110 or minus 120, again, meaning $120, more, <clears throat> more a basic betting That's line. That's two noises. More, more a basic betting line. And so anybody who had already held tickets at that point for Brandon Miller had to have been scaring, scared a little bit or maybe they... Now, no longer we're going to bet him. And people jumped in and started to bet Scoot Henderson. Well, Shams is saying it. He's got to be right. At the same time, Woj is going on TV saying, no, 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 it's Brandon Miller. So what happens? Brandon Miller goes number two overall. Scoot Henderson isn't there. And we hear, now who knows what is actually true and what's not, but from plenty of the teams and other insiders, it was never Scoot Henderson. It, it had been Brandon Miller and the Charlotte Hornets had known that for weeks. So now, why is this a story? Well, Shams is partners with FanDuel. And FanDuel is one of America's leading sports books. Some might call it America's leading sports book. Mm -hmm. There is belief that Shams working for FanDuel, some might say, is a conflict of interest because FanDuel, in theory, like many other sports books, likely made way more money than they would have on the NBA draft by people jumping in and betting Scoot Henderson to go number two overall based on Shams' report. FanDuel wouldn't have been the only one to profit from this. 
Yeah, right. everybody would have. Everybody theoretically, would. whoever you use to place your bets, you see the Shams right. tweet and you go running to your preferred so, book and put money on Scoot. This might have sounded long-winded. I was trying to explain this in a way where if people don't gamble, they understand what the heck I'm talking about. And people that do gamble, clearly they understand what I'm talking about. So here's the deal. Is this a conflict of interest? That that at the core is the question. Right, with the conspiracy theory being that... and That was, he did this purposely because FanDuel wanted him. Right. And FanDuel immediately said, hey, we have no control over what Shams tweets or doesn't tweet. That's not how this works. But the problem is it looks plausible yeah. or possible that someone at FanDuel was like, hey, man, could you just, you know, give a quick something about Scoot so maybe we get some people on the other side of this bet sending us some more money. Okay. Now, I know, Bogus, you don't gamble near or talk the gambling stuff nearly as much as I do, which Correct. is fine. I, Ken Barkley, who I consider to be extremely, extremely brilliant when it comes to, like, gambling line movements and, and kind of the theories behind it. I'm going to credit him with this because I've worked with him a lot on You Better You Bet. He had the same, he had this belief, and he's totally swung in this. I don't think this is what happened here. I do not think this is what happened here because if this is a play by FanDuel and by Shams, you can't keep running the same play. Because at some point, you become completely discredited as an insider, and that means a lot to Shams, who also works for another company. And with all due respect to anybody who wants to play conspiracy theory, for this, if this were to be true, and you only had one shot at this, because after this, you again, you could never do this again because people would get hip to it. Mm. FanDuel makes enough money on enough huge events. They don't need to swing the NBA draft. And oh, by the way... Anybody who bets the NBA draft is usually not some kind of casual gambler jumping in. There, It wasn't like it stopped at betting number two or number three. At that point, actually, you could bet a ton of—you didn't know who was going to go four through for whatever. So if you were into betting the NBA draft, you still could do that. You didn't need this one specific play of number two. It is interesting. It is sexy names for sure. But you would never be able to do this again if you were FanDuel and Shams. And you, FanDuel's not hurting for money that bad where they would need to pull this off. That's number one. You know, and with that, maybe I could buy number one and number two there now that I'm thinking about it. It was both that FanDuel didn't need it, and there's still plenty to bet on with the NBA draft. So I don't—oh, and this was the other part of it. So why would Shams have the wrong info? I guess would be the counter. To that, right. Right? If you follow this, and like you said about where they get, you know, stuff from, it feels like if you follow Woj's breaking news, a lot of times it feels very franchise owner, general manager— Related. Right. Where Shams feels like it's more players, agents related. Which, I mean, makes sense. Shams is younger, right? cooler, quote-unquote, probably plays better in a, hanging out yes. with players than the older Woj, who's been doing this forever, who right. guys who he used to know when they weren't important now are important as GMs and president of this or whatever, or even owning right. teams, and that's where he gets it, and coaches, you know. You talk to an assistant when he's, I think he worked in Philadelphia when he first right. started out. So, you know, he's talking to assistant coaches at practice. And now, all of a sudden, that guy's the head coach, and that's where he's getting his information from. So, for those of us who didn't follow it, and why would we have followed it, Scoot Henderson apparently, like, either completely quit on his team or dogged it the second half of this year. That is the belief. On the, the whatever, the, the, G, the G League elite right. team. We didn't follow that because it wasn't college basketball. And the thought process is he fell because of that. That that's why he was going to fall to three, that it would scare off a Charlotte Hornet team at number two, but he was still so big a talent from three on right. to get there. And if Shams is in the pocket of agents and everything, on the day of, 
for Scoot Henderson's team to make it seem as if Scoot Henderson was still very much in play for the number two overall pick, and it was just a matter of the Hornets looking stupid, which is what everybody believed, then it saved Scoot Henderson a little bit face, and that's an established relationship there with Shams. All right, you looked out for us here. Yes. Maybe down the line, more Scoot Henderson news comes your way. Yes. And that is absolutely the more plausible thing. Oh, yeah. You, I, I'm sorry. You don't understand gambling if you believe that because Shams works for FanDuel, that's what happened. So, two things. What ha- what you just described is probably what happened. He was yeah. doing somebody a favor and probably didn't, maybe he didn't even feel comfortable hitting send on the tweet or whatever, but he was doing somebody's, he was carrying water for somebody like you guys do. I mean, you sometimes put on a, a B-level guest hoping that the A-level guest sure. comes your way six months later. Absolutely. There's so, a one hand washes the other right. kind of deal. So he's in on that. I didn't think that he and FanDuel were in some major cahoots to to, to spin yeah. things. The problem is it's conceivable that this could happen. And it's the reason why gambling is so taboo in sports. It's not necessarily that things are going to happen. It's that the possibility then exists well, that it could happen. Especially and, when we have players that we know are gambling on right. football. Right. So, I get it. And this is all new. I mean, this is, we, we haven't had this before. We didn't have sports books so prominently involved. We weren't okay with gambling. And now we have these reporters and media personalities directly working for these websites. So we're going to have missteps. We're going to realize, hey, this doesn't look great. And, you know, we've had some nerdy conversations on this show about what's journalism and what's not and whether, like, we're journalists. And the first time I saw this issue was Jeff Perlman, who's one of the best in the business, who's been on this show. DA loves him just as much as I do. And he basically, you know, he said, like, this can't, this shouldn't exist. Somebody that does Sham's work should not be directly connected sure. to a sports book because it's about appearances. It may never happen that a sports book and a newsbreaker come together to influence anything, but the fact that there's nothing now between them, they are literally side-by-side right. direct partners, makes it possible, feasible, as unlikely as it might be, it's just there. And it's a thing that you have to address. I don't know what safeguards you can put in. I don't know what you could prove that or show that would take this off the table altogether. But this is something that's going to keep I, happening as we go forward. I agree. But that's also why I don't think that if it was true, like like the like Shams doesn't get a lot wrong. If he keeps getting stuff wrong as a result. Yeah. That's it. Nobody's going to listen to Shams anymore. And then what's his value to FanDuel anyway? Yeah, and you're right. And like it, it, it is a one-time thing because right. if you happens probably like three times, you'd go. This seems yeah. odd. Like, and oh, if I, I mean they're wrong. And if I'm FanDuel and I want to use that conspiracy bullet, this is not the one to use. No, it No, I'm using it on. Here's a here's a trade coming up that's never going to happen, or like you know speculate. Or and Patrick Mahomes' ankle got right. twisted in practice right. on Thursday before the Super Bowl or right. the AFC Championship exactly. game. Injury stuff that that would be like big money is coming in for a game, not yeah. the NBA draft. With all due respect, and not the number two pick. Right, it's after. not a big enough betted on of event and specific pick to have done that. All right, with that, Pat Boyle, who we won't get to it on the air, is having some weird dreams of late. I think he needs some sleep. Uh, confirmed. Okay. I had a weird one too. Yeah, you what, had a weird one. Would you dream? Is it for publication? Yeah, it's fine. So it's definitely show related because we spent a lot of time last week with your mom now on Jeez. the Twitch chat, and I think I had my version of that last night. I dreamt that my mom was here, sitting next to me, while we were doing the show, 
and at one point was trying to talk to me about the show while we were mics on <laughs> doing the show. And I had to be like, oh, wow. I was like, Mom, you got to wait. So I think that's now my, the version of my nightmare that you're living with your mom interacting with whomever on the Twitch chat in the morning. My mom's not going to be built for my move over to WFA. She is not. She's too sensitive. She's already active on the chat right now. She's not going to be built. When did your mom get on Twitch chat? Post know, Bob's man. bar, I think. But it's going to be bad. The more and more people joke around with me or say horrible things about me, she's not going to be able to take it. It's horrible. Well, she's she's been able to take it this far. Yeah, but it's different. If you oh, see my know, ad mentions, oh, trust me, I I read them. You have no idea how beautiful you people are listening to CBS Sports Radio. If you've seen my ad mentions for three days, you'd think I'm the biggest heaping pile of dog turd that's ever existed. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen. We're sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Sponsored by Progressive. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com. We start with Sunday night baseball, and Freddie was. Free falling. Two and one to Freeman. Fly ball, right center, racing on back. Tucker, he can't get it. It rolls to the wall, arriving at second base. Freddie Freeman, career hit 2,000. And all together fitting and proper, it is with a double. Charlie Steiner, Dodgers Radio. Freddie Freeman's 2,000th hit comes in a loss, though. The Astros blow a 4-1 eighth inning lead, but hang on to beat the Dodgers to avoid the sweep. 6-5 the final in 11 innings. Jose Abreu and Jeremy Pena homered for the Strohs. Rookie Hunter Brown with six solid innings and seven strikeouts. And an Alex Bregman RBI single in the 11th proved to be the game winner. Um... I, wa- I was in and out of that game last night. Did he cry again? Did Freddie Freeman cry again after that? I don't think so. He I don't seems know. To, he seems to cry every time he goes to Atlanta now and any time any, anything happens to him. I only saw Keegan Bradley cry yesterday after winning the PGA event. Which we will get to. Okay. But elsewhere around the baseball I hear, <laughs> uh, another big payroll team continues to implode under the pressure like a certain submersible we know or knew. Uh, the Padres lose the rubber game to the Nats 8-3. They're now four games under five hundred. Sloppy, sloppy defense in the seventh inning. Two hours from reliever Tim Hill allowed five unearned runs to score. Oh, this isn't the Met game? I stopped listening. I thought it was the Met breakdown. Well, we're not allowed to do New York sports, I was told, anymore. So Yeah, I guess. No, but, but please listen to New York accents. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> no, you got to hit the... Dun, dun. I'm a, there it is. <laughs> By the way, I filled in Saturday afternoon <laughs> on WFAN for JR to take it over from 1 to 3.30. And Brandon Tierney did an Ask BT Anything on Twitter. And somebody asked B-twee. I see uh, B-twee. BT. I see Sean Morash is working on the fan from 1 to 3.30 today. That's usually Damon Amendola's spot, but he just crushed New York. Did they fire him? <laughs> And what did BT say? Didn't answer it. But I could just tell you, DA's on paternity leave. That right. is why you're not hearing him. <laughs> yeah, no, I was kidding. We will get to the Mets um, and the Yankees as well. But, no, with the uh, with the Nats, Heimer Condelario with a home run and three RBI. Meanwhile, for the Padres, Tatis, one for five, two Ks. Soto, one for five, three Ks. Starting to look bleak for the city that loves Shawnee so much. Uh, by the Bay, Cattell Marte homered again. I had a happy Gilmore pun running into highlights. No highlights from that game. But the D-backs avoid the sweep and beat the Giants 5-2. I just want to let us know what he was going to have. Seriously, it was it was going to be a good one. D-backs avoid the sweep, beat the Giants 5-2 in the battle of the NL West best teams. Marte's home run, his 14th of the season. He's got four in the last seven games. His average up to 294. His OPS just under 900. 
Um, we'll get you some more scores from the Sunday slate next hour. But they did play in London yesterday. Cubbies put up a four spot in the first. Cardinals came back. Marcus Stroman left the game with a blister. But the Cardinals That's win 7-5. But, no, I wanted to bring this up because did you guys see the Fox crew? David Ortiz giving oh, Derek Jeter the Red Sox jersey. Uh, how many times Ortiz, Ortiz already did this bit with A-Rod? He did that with, with A-Rod, the too? hat. Now it's a jersey. I'm over the David Ortiz thing. Okay. Yeah. How do you feel about How do we feel about Jeter being on that? I think he's going to stink. Really? I yeah. heard he was good. I didn't see it, but I heard he was good. I just think he's going to stink long term. I have no interest in watching Derek Jeter talk about anything. I, I mean, I can't imagine he's going to say anything you wanted controversial to, you wanted to, anything. Yeah, you wanted to go play owner GM with the Marlins. Now you're done with them. Now you want to be Mr. Hero. Get lost. Okay, some quick things here before we finish up. Over to basketball. The huge contract news yesterday you guys touched on. Timberwolves and center Nas Reed. A new three-year $42 million contract, which includes a player option. Uh, Reed averaged 11.5 points and five rebounds per game last year. Fractured his wrist in the final weeks of the regular season. WNBA, the Suns' Alyssa Thomas set the record for most triple-doubles in WNBA history. 14 points, 11 rebounds, and 12 assists. Sun beat the sky 96-72. NFL news from the weekend, in case you missed it, because it came out late Friday night. Uh, that, those assault charges against Devontae Adams, remember he shoved that credentialed media yeah. worker after the game? Those were dropped. Um, huh. Yeah. A uh, Kansas City Municipal Court spokesperson told the Kansas City Star that a prosecutor dismissed the misdemeanor charge June 5th. Ah, charges dropped like every guest call Carlos played this week. Mm. Okay. And then uh, finally, golf. Hello. Uh, I hope I'm not pronouncing her name incorrectly. Ruining Yin wins the Women's PGA Championship. And uh, as you guys touched on, folks, Keegan Bradley won the Travelers Championship. He set the tourney scoring record. He finished 23 under par. All right. Thanks, Pat. When we come back, College Baseball World Series. It's gone on and on and on and on. Will you be interested tonight? It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Second DA on CBS Sports Radio. I'm not hurting anybody. You're doing something. I'm hurting somebody? You're doing something malicious. Malicious? A hundred percent. It's a word game that takes 30 seconds. DA on CBS Sports Radio. The DA Show, CBS Sports Radio. How about the Florida Gators yesterday? A 24-4 win. The largest margin of victory in a men's college World Series game since 1957. A decisive, the series has started a game apiece. It comes down to a game three tonight, winner take all. The metal bats, the Omaha thing, I think, you know, that could be cool. But here we are on a Monday night, and we have done nothing but bellyache that there's nothing going on, folks. Will we be interested in a do-or-die College World Series game? I mean, I'm going to watch, but I mean, there's, what's the, what's to discuss on a show like this about that game? I mean, we're not even right. going to break down the handful of guys who might be top 10 picks in a couple of weeks in the MLB draft. Right, you're not going to break down decisions and right. manager. You don't do that for major league games on CBS Sports Radio. Right, we know like four. I know like four names in this game, and one of them is a guy for LSU who might be the best pitcher in college baseball and could be in the majors very fast, but pitched their last like regulation game in this way, so he's not even available to pitch. In theory, they might throw him tonight. And here's the problem: with all due respect, to anybody down in the South that's into Florida LSU, I have. I get it. Like, cool. Like, it's probably great for your college, all of this stuff. It's not college football. It's not college baseball. We have done enough time where the public complains about how slow baseball is, How the, and now this year we're finally getting Major League Baseball back to a little juice, and we love baseball, you and I, Bogues. I mean, now extending it into telling the world they should care about college baseball, it's a tough sell. It's a tough sell. So will I watch tonight? 
I honestly don't know. I don't know because I also can't declare it as a, as a host on CBS Sports Radio here that it's definitively my job to watch the College Baseball oh, World Series. it's definitely not part. Like, you don't have to watch it for here. I'm going to watch it because I like baseball. I've been paying attention to it enough that I want to see how it ends. But I'm also I'm not going to stay awake until the final out. I'm going to fall asleep probably with it on the TV whenever I feel like it's time to go to bed. Right. It's just good secondary viewing, but it's yeah. not a show topic. It's not major news. Yeah. It's not something you have. It's not, a, as the kids would say, a gotta have it. Gotta have it? Not a gotta have it. It's, it's not a, a nice gotta to have, have it. it. It's a nice to have it. Okay. When we come back, a big one for you. What's Aiton? Oh, I spelled it wrong. What's Aiton Gilbert Gray? It's the DH on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 